0: Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians chapter 4. Lately, I, uh, out shopping, getting around a little bit. I've noticed, especially in this area, there's a lot of Muslims around. And, uh, and what gets me with it that they, they all look angry. And, uh, I never see them smile, I don't think I've seen one of them smile yet, but they all look like they're angry and angry at the whole world, and so I thought, I was thinking about this last night, is uh, uh, that the difference, and um, this has been asked me before, is what is the difference in worshiping the Lord to the Lord Jesus Christ and uh, Mohammed? And so I would like to take, I I did a study on uh, the Muslim teachings, and uh, I'd like to show you the, compare the two. And so let's read in Ephesians, first of all, uh, chapter 4, verse 1. I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation wherewith you are called. With all lowliness and meekness, with long-suffering, forbearing one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body, one Spirit, even as you are called, in one hope for your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, and Father of all, who is above all and through all. And in you all, pray with me, please. Heavenly Father, I ask in Jesus' name to bless your people today. Open our eyes as we can see the truth. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I uh, kept a picture of my wife for when we were 16 years old. We were I carried her down to the golf course in Temple Terrace, where we she was born, and she had on these fancy little dresses that she wore and flared out, and I got her to sit on the green there, and I took a picture of her when she was 16 years old and uh, about uh, two or three years ago. I had it in my wallet, and so I wanted to blow it up and surprise her with it, and I put it over our mantle over at the lake, in a picture frame. And I went down and got the men down here. I went to the frame shop to get a frame made for the picture. And the lady down there was a Muslim, And I got to talking with her and and I told her I was a pastor. And she said, well, praise the Lord. And uh, it it surprised me. And and I said, "Uh, are you a Christian? She said, yes, I am. I accepted Christ as my Savior, and she started talking to me about it. It was she; she was converted out of the Muslim faith, and she said, "Will you do me a favor? Will you pray with me right now for my husband?" And uh, we had prayer right there in the shop, and uh, that he would uh, be converted and believe in the Lord Jesus. And uh, so I know that there is people out there that uh, is in the, that faith. They really don't know what they believe. And so to this morning, I want us to go through some things and see what it's all about. Now we know, uh, if you believe the Bible is the Word of God, and Christians do, uh, we believe the Bible is God's Word. Another thing that we believe, 100%, there's one God. There's not a half a dozen. There's only one God. And where we read here, that Jesus Christ has one God, and one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, and Father of all, who is above all, and through all, and in you all. And so we understand by those verses in Ephesians chapter 4 that there's only one God, there's only one way to get to that God, and that's through His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. But uh, other faiths, such as the Muslims, believe that there's other ways to get to it. Now, a man named Andrew Nicholas made a study on Mohammed's teachings and the teachings of Jesus Christ. And I was reading some of them. And I want to take the Bible and show you the difference in a real child of God and those who claim to be. For instance, number one, Mohammed was a prophet of war. Now, the Son of God is a Prince of Peace. That's the difference. Now, turn over to uh, Isaiah uh, chapter 9. And uh, as you study Christmas, we've always read these verses, but listen to them again in Isaiah 9, verse 6. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there shall be no end upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. What I want to show you first of all is that God is a God of peace and not Mohammedism? The Muslim teach that uh, Mohammed was a prophet of war. Secondly, Mohammed's disciples kill for the faith, yet, the Son of God's disciples was killed for their faith. Acts chapter 12 verse 2 said King Herod killed James the brother of John with a sword and what they teach is the disciples kill for their faith but God's disciples are killed for their faith now thirdly Mohammed promoted persecution against infidels yet the Son of God forgave and converted the chief of of persecutors. Turn over with me now to Timothy and I'll show you what I'm talking about in 1 Timothy chapter 1. Let's begin to read in verse 13. Talking about Paul who was before a blasphemer and a persecutor and injurious but I obtained mercy because I did it ignorantly. And unbelief and the grace of our Lord was exceeding abundant with faith and love which is in Christ Jesus. This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation that Christ Jesus came to the world to save sinners of whom I am chief. Now, as you read the conversion, what makes what's the difference here is, Mohammedism. Promotes persecution against the infidels or anyone that don't believe in their faith. But God's Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, came in this world to save sinners, which were all sinners. And although they're against God and against the Lord Jesus Christ, a lot of people is, Jesus still loves them. Now, thirdly or fourthly, Mohammed was the taker of life. Yet the Son of God was and is the giver of life. Turn to John now, uh, chapter 10. John chapter 10, and look with me beginning in verse 27. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My Father which gave them is greater than all, and no man has even plucked them out of my Father's hand. What's the difference in the two religions is, Mohammed teaches to take people's life, but Jesus Christ, the Son of God, was and is the giver of life. Uh, Fifthly, Mohammed and his warriors murdered thousands. Yet the Son of God came into this world to save. John 12, verse 48, Jesus judged no man, the Bible says, but His word condemns and judges people. The Word of God is the one that's going to do the judging, not the Lord Jesus Christ Himself. His words are. Sixthly, Mohammed practiced force, but the Son of God preached faith. Now turn with me to John again, in John chapter six, and I want to read begin in verse twenty nine. Verse twenty nine. Jesus answered and said unto them, This is the work of God that you believe on him whom he has sent. Then go down to verse thirty five with me. And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life, he that cometh to me shall never perish. And he that believeth on me shall never thirst. Now, according to these verses in verse 29 especially, Jesus answered and said unto them, This is the work of God that you believe on him who he has not sent. That's not a force. That's you have a right. God give you a you a free moral agent according to the Bible. God give you a free will, and you can believe on the Son of God, or you can reject him. Mohammed was a warrior. Yet the Bible says the Son of God is a deliverer. According to Colossians 1 and verse 13, 1 Thessalonians 1 verse 10, uh, Mohammed taught that everybody should be a warrior. Fight for their rights. But the Son of God taught to forgive for all your troubles. Again, Mohammed conquered his enemies with a sword of iron. But the Son of God conquered his enemies with a sword of the Word of God, according to Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. He speaks as the Word of God is uh, like a sword piercing even to the mar of the bone. In other words, we don't use a sword to cut people and kill people, uh, an iron sword, but the Word of God quickens. It does the cutting. It gets to the heart of the trouble in man and brings him to Christ. Mohammed said, convert or die. Yet the Son of God said, believe and live, John 6 verse 46, 47. When we, when we teach believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, the Bible plainly teaches that God gives us life when we believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. We don't threat people if you don't trust Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior. You're going to die. I'm going to kill you. No, we have a right to either believe on Lord Jesus Christ or not to believe on Him. But when we do, the Bible says that God gives us eternal life. Uh, number 10, Mohammed was quick to shed blood. Yet the Son of God shed his own blood for the remission of sins. Ephesians 1 in verse 7. Mohammed preached uh, death to the infidels. But Christ prayed, for, for Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Uh, did you ever try to deal with somebody that don't understand the Bible, don't understand the Lord Jesus Christ? And i tell you what you do. If you don't believe in my God, then I'm just going to kill you. No. The Bible says the Holy Spirit opens our eyes. And if you'll study, and Jesus himself prayed for his enemies and said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And people that's not saved, they don't know what they're doing when it comes to God, and we're to pray for them. Mohammed constrained people by conquest. Christ constrained people by his love. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 14, the greatest thing on the face of this earth is the love of God. And if you can show any sinner that Jesus loves them, that's what draws them to our God. Amen. Mohammed said the Koran is authoritative only in Arabic and only in a dialect. The Bible is authoritative in many languages around the world. I like this. I like uh, Brother uh, Hard David Harden goes around giving Bibles all over the world. And I, I like this in, in people's language that they can understand it. And I believe this, the Bible is for everybody. Amen. Not just for a few. Mohammed hated music. Jesus and his disciples sang hymns. And the apostles commanded the Lord's church to sing. In Matthew twenty six, verse thirty, Ephesians five nineteen, Colossians three sixteen. It's a great. You know what music is all about? It's to warm the heart for the Word of God, and it's get it ready for the uh, the gospel to be preached to the heart. That's what music is for. And I, I, I think the saddest people on the face of earth is somebody can't whistle a little bit and hum and and just go around feeling good in music. Music is good, and they hate it. they. They teach to hate music. Islam says only five pillars of their faith are to be followed, yet all other errors of their life can be vulgar and not affect the Muslim uh, prospects in paradise. The Bible says that the Christian is to submit to the total change of life by the Holy Spirit of God. And no error of life our thought, is the choice of the believer. Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2, God said, I beseech you therefore brethren, to give your whole body to the Lord Jesus Christ after you're saved. Not just a few. That's the reason that we study the Ten Commandments, and people say well, we just got Ten Commandments that we should live by. It. Oh no. The Bible is full of commandments. Amen? And when you study the commandments, they're all to affect us. Not one or two. Not just a few. And so, uh, Mohammed's uh, tomb is empty. And uh, it's, it's occupied. I mean, his body is still there. But Christ's tomb is empty. That's the difference. God's the only one that has an empty tomb in the Lord Jesus Christ. All other religions, including Mohammedism, uh, that body never rose from the dead, amen, it's still there, Mohammedism's mission was to conquer the world for Allah, Christ's mission was to conquer sin and its penalty and power by his substitutionary atonement, according to Second Corinthians 5 verse 21, 1 Peter 3 verse 18. Jesus came in this world to die for the sins of the whole world. And he did it through his shed blood upon the cross of Calvary. Number 18, Islam must be received or you can be killed for rejecting it. The faith offered by Jesus Christ is for whosoever will to receive. And all others are freely permitted to receive or to reject it. You know what's so precious about the the, the uh, Lord Jesus Christ and salvation in Him? If you don't want Him, you got a right to re- reject Him. If you want Him as your Savior, you had a right to receive Him. John 3.16 though is still there. For God so loved the world. And I believe this with all my soul. Everybody that rejects the Lord Jesus Christ, God still loves them. He still loves them. I don't care what they do. God came in this world to save sinners, which we all are sinners, and so we, He doesn't reject anybody on that basis. But He opens the door. If you call upon Him, you can be saved too. The true Christian is loyal to Christ, purely out of love. John four nineteen. You know what I pray all the time? I mean this from my heart too. Lord, I love you the best I know how. But teach me to love you more. Every day, I want to love the Lord more. Because I found out something. The more lately that I love the Word of God, the more I'm loving Him, and the more I fellowship with Him. And that's what He's all about. He taught love. There's no love in Islam. There's only fear and hate in Islam. Mohammed claimed that there was but one God, Allah, Christ claimed that he was God in John 10 verse 30 and verse 33. That's the differences in these two religions. Now, what makes a difference is, uh, what I'm talking about is, we're living in a world today that everybody goes around, it seems like, here where I've been lately, anyhow, that some, everybody's got a chip on their shoulder. They want to fight, or they want to, they just, uh, act like a nurse right there on the and you say the wrong little thing to them and they fly off the handle and they come back to you the other day I was shopping and the wind was blowing hard and my golf cart I mean my grocery cart I was putting my groceries in my uh, car and I got them all out of the car and I went my cart we ain't got a hold of it and went over there and just touched a bumper of a woman's car. And she jumped out of that car and started hollering at me about turning loose my grocery cart and she's going to sue me and I said going to get the uh, cops out there. I said, help yourself. And I said, I'll see you later. <laughs> I ain't even touched her car. But the least little thing just sets people off. Now, let me tell you something. If you know the same God that I know, and you know the Lord Jesus Christ that I know, the God of the Bible, He's a God of love. And I, I help people all the time. How come you're so happy all the time? How come you're always humming and singing all the time? You know why? Because i got the Lord in my heart. And i got all that messes out of me. I, I've seen so many people prejudiced over the years against other people, uh, colors and creeds and languages and, uh, and so on. Uh that's all that ain't in me I don't have it in me I don't have uh love one and hate another you know what I mean it with all my heart I just love everybody and I know where it comes from it comes from Jesus in me I'm glad that I don't have a religion that teaches me to hate because I don't believe in hating I just don't I don't care for what reason there's no room for hate when you have Christ in your heart. And that's the difference in the two religions. So I pray that you'll understand that. And, and don't ever forget this. Just because somebody is stooped in a different religion than what you believe in, and I'll I, I leave, I use that word religion very carefully. Because ours is not a religion, it's the Lord Jesus Christ. But according to the world, it's a religion. And so for whatever religion that you're in today, keep this in mind. Love them just like you love anybody else. Pray for them. Because the devil has them blinded. They can't see the truth. Have mercy, O oh Lord. Amen? That's what it's about. And some of them I could pinch your heads off at times, it seems like. But at the same time, I know in my heart I truly love them. And I want to see them converted unto the Lord that I have because I have such joy. And I want everybody to have that. I want them to have the joy of the Lord instead of so hate in their hearts. And so pray for those, if you would, please. Heavenly Father, bless the coming hour now, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.